Hi, everyone. This is Pam Torrey from Engage, and you're listening to the Engaged Podcast. We know tech is changing the way people market and sell now more than ever. And on this show, I sit down with sales and marketing thought leaders and experts to learn how you can create, share, and measure your way to success. Today, we're chatting with Rachel McLeod, Director of Franchise Solutions at Status Solutions, the pioneering provider of enterprise situational awareness for risk management. Thanks for joining us today, Rachel. Thank you, Pam. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Well, to kick us off, um, can you share a little bit more about who Status Solutions is and your role at Status Solutions? Yeah. So, so Status Solutions, um, really what we do is we help businesses protect what matters most. So over the last 23 years, we were founded in 2001. Um, we really made it our mission to evolve with changes that impact the safety of all different types of people. So students, residents, customers, employees, um, as well as property and business assets. So we protect people and stuff. Um, And we really learned how to adapt to what's happening in the world. Um, But more importantly, we, we make it our priority to stay nimble enough to custom build a safety solution that works for any business. Um, so we've really built, built a reputation for being a pioneer and now really a master um, of situational awareness services. So this can include things like life safety assurance, you know, real-time security monitoring um, and data analysis and, and environmental monitoring, um, mass notification as well. Um, so we, we carefully craft custom software solutions that, that give our customers um, awareness of what's going on. So we empower them to take action and then we provide them analysis that helps them adapt and stay ahead of threats. Um, and we really, we talk about it from the mundane to the extreme. So it's not always extreme situations. It can be something that's just an everyday thing that we can help with. Um, and then I personally work on the sales side for status solutions. Great. So You guys have had a really interesting impact on how organizations approach safety and security. And you have a very unique perspective coming from this, like, you know, longevity in this space and then now creating these more custom solutions. Can you share, um, you know, one or two of your favorite success stories um, just to give us some more context? Yeah. So um, one of my favorites is probably what we've done with Mall of America. Um, I like it because everyone's heard of it and it's it's a little bit more recent. We have, we have. I love, um, just as a fun fact, a lot of the conferences that we go to in the upper Midwest do end up being around the Mall of America, which is always really, it's really funny for our team. They're like, I'm going to go ride a roller coaster in the exactly. middle of the day. Exactly, I know. I feel like the roller coaster always gets mentioned when you hear it, Mall It gets you. It gets you with <laughs> the it. The one with the roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so, so with the Mall of America, they... We started working with them a few years ago, and um, we really were helping them with the safety side of things. So, um, intruder, some type of threat. They were they were wanting to kind of integrate all of their systems, make things smarter, make everything talk to each other. Um, and so they came to us, and and what we do really is ask a lot of questions and do a lot of discovery with our customers. So, um, you know, they're like, hey, this is how we want it to work. Here's, can you do this? Can you integrate with these things? And and our team was like, yep, we can do this. And, and we we really built it out um, to be exactly how they wanted it to work. And, and they tested it and they did, you know, every 
twice a month, I think they would do testing on, you know, if an event happens, here's how it's going to work. Um, but then they had a real um, event take place. Um, so they ended up coming back. They're like, look, everything worked exactly the way it was supposed to work. However, we wanted to work way differently because what, you know, it's very different when you practice and practice, but then the real event happens and they, they learned a lot about what they wanted to do. So they came back to us and they said, Hey, we really want, we want to change this and this and this. Um, and so they sat down with our team and, and they love us because we very, very rarely say no. So they're like, can you do this? Can we do this? Can we integrate all of these screens? Can we change the way this is, um, you know, sent this information is sent and, and our team is like, yep, we got it. So um, we ended up changing it based on you know what happened when the real life scenario took place so that um, it can work even better in the future. And so we really, it's really about a partnership. And that's what, you know, why Mall of America liked working with us is because that's what we provide. Um, we're not like, hey, we have this thing. Here's how you use it. Go use it. Um, you know, we had to work with multiple vendors. Um, we had to, you know, that they were working with so that we can integrate into their different systems. They had thousands of screens on campus. So just to kind of give you an example, one of the things they realized was that people in the parking lots um, didn't have any idea of what was going on going on inside of the mall. So um, when an event took place, they had people just walking into the mall because they didn't know there was an emergency yet. So they have these large screens in their parking lots that we then took over that would let them know, do not enter the mall. There's an event going on. It's an emergency. Go home. Um, so that's just one example of, of a many different ways that we're working with the Mall of America. But um, that's, that's just a good example of, of kind of how we customize our solutions for our customers. Yeah, I could definitely see that needing to be incredibly custom. I feel like there is no place quite like Mall of America, when you're looking at like their footprint, their very specific needs, the kind of different people that they end up having come in and out, all the different roles they have to cover. I feel like it's a big task. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they're, and they're constantly thinking about it and they have to, you know, make changes all the time as as the mall changes it, you know, even in um, in the middle of COVID, they had to shut down for, you know, three or four months, I think it was that they they were completely shut down. And so they came to us then and they were like, hey, instead of some of the information we're getting out now, can we can we um, instead put out on like our PA different messages that that go out about social distancing and wearing your mask and just reminders like that. So we help them do um, that sort of thing, too. So, you know, it's ever evolving with them and 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 they love that we are able to adapt and change and, and integrate into new things that they that they need um, for their safety solutions. So. We love them as a partner. They've been great. Well, I would like to take a hard left turn um, and talk about your recently launched franchise program called Status Solutions Network. Um, I understand that its sole purpose is to provide funding to schools. Now, this feels like something very different, and I would love if you could explain what drove Status Solutions to start this program and how it works. Yeah, so... Um, I'm glad you asked. This is I. This is what I spend all my time doing now. But um, when the reason that this company got started, Mike, our, our CEO and founder, um, said that Columbine is what got him thinking. So we started in 2001. Columbine, the events of Columbine, um, happened in 1999. And what he realized was that 
um, the information that, you know, there was a shooter on campus, all of that, that payload of information was getting sent to the 911 center. Um, but nobody in the school had any idea what was going on. Um, so that's when he, he realized, you know, the first responders, the true first responders are not the 911 call center. It's got to be the people, the teachers, the students, um, the staff within that school. They need to know what's going on, um, if not even before, you know, 911. So, so that's what kind of got him thinking. And then it was actually the events of September 11th that got him started. So he signed the paperwork to start this business in September of 2001 because the firefighters at 9-11, they didn't know which staircases were open, which ones they couldn't go down. Um, you know, they didn't have all the information that they needed at their fingertips. So, um, so that's what got Mike started. And our very first customer was a school. So we've always been very passionate about helping schools. Um, the issue that we find is funding in schools. So we actually partnered with an organization called Safe and Sound Schools. Um, which was is run by a woman named Michelle Gay who lost her daughter at Sandy Hook. And she asked us, you know, I know you guys have the solutions to help. Um, is there any way that you can, what can you do to help schools? How can we get them additional funding as well as help keep them safe? Um, so that's why Mike started Status Solutions Network um, right in the middle of the pandemic. So really bad timing, but we started it a couple of years ago. And um and it's great. So what what we do essentially is um, we find schools that need our help and um, we give them access to kind of a, a free version of our, our situational awareness platform at no cost to them. So it automatically gives teachers access to quick buttons. Um, and again, it can be the mundane to the extreme. So it can be, hey, Johnny forgot his lunch, press the lunch button or Maybe it's a kid has an allergy. They press the allergy button and all the correct people are automatically notified. Um, so right now we've learned that, you know, the way that schools are communicating is pretty outdated. I mean, it's, hey, Johnny, can you run to the front desk and tell Mrs. Morris that we need help? They've got to have ways that they can communicate quickly when there's situations that take place. So we give them access to those tools at no cost. And then we find somebody um, in the community to run the Status Solutions Network program. So this is a digital marketing business. Um, so what they do is they go out and sell memberships to local businesses in that community, and that money goes back to the local school. Um, and those businesses, you know, for their membership, get placed into a network directory. Um, so it's kind of like joining your chamber. You know, you get listed on the chamber website. So they get listed on the Status Solutions Network website as a business that cares about their community, cares about the safety of their students. Um, and we don't tell the school what to do with that money. So if they want to expand and, you know, from a safety perspective with us, great. If they want to give teachers bonuses, great. If they want to, you know, whatever they want to do with that money, they can they can spend it on whatever their needs are. Because we know, as, as you probably know, schools have a ton of funding challenges and they have needs that need to be met maybe even before um, safety. So So they can spend that money. So it's a win-win-win across the board. We're getting local exposure for those businesses. You know, the school is able to stay safe um, and they get additional funding on top of that. And we're providing a job within that community for that franchisee that's outselling the membership. So um, we really harp on um, local and and I'll, I'll talk about this in a bit, but, um, you know, we see this, this trend back to getting into 
helping your local community, caring about where you're spending your dollars. Um, and so it's a program really designed to help keep teachers and students safe in the classroom um, and really just throw teachers a bone right now. Um, you know, we're asking more of them and we're paying them less. And it's, you know, this is just a way to, to really help strengthen our schools because as most people know, our communities are only as strong um, as our schools. So that is the program. I'm really excited about it. It's new. Um, so we are in the process right now of finding people throughout the country that can run this program. Um, so we're looking for franchisees in any community. We have a few throughout the country. We're so excited about getting them started. But um, yeah, we're really in that kind of spread the word uh, portion of this business. And, and we're excited to get going. That's great. Um, now, I know similar to Engage, you guys are pretty industry agnostic. You can help folks across the board with different needs, you know, very custom needs. Um, can you explain your sales and marketing approach to ensure that your message is resonating with all of these different markets? And then as a next step, how does Status Solutions Network incorporate those those same industries. It really sounds like you're, it's so cross-functional. You're working across all different channels, all different markets. That's got to be a lot to figure out. Yeah. So um, it's not easy. I can say I'm on the sales side um, and I can tell you our, our marketing team has their work cut out for them because a lot of people are waiting for you to tell them what you're selling them. Like, Hey, what is, you know, they're, they're like, what is the product? And um, we're not selling a product. We truly are selling an outcome um, because we can do so much for so many different types of businesses. It is hard to come up with marketing materials that will work for everyone. Um, and it's hard to explain. That's why we do podcasts like this to, to try to help um, educate people on, on the types of outcomes that we can drive. And, and we really do that by giving examples from what our current customers are doing. Um, and we love when they bring new ideas to the table that we can, you know, so we can create even more outcomes that might be able to help other industries. So, um, but the way we kind of like to describe it is a room is a room is a room, right? So, you know, whether it's a jail cell or it's a library or, you know, it's, it's an airplane um, cockpit, we don't care. Um, so any, you know, as long as you have people and you have stuff that we can help protect, we can likely help. Um, and how we do that is really going to depend on that discovery process that we do and talking to each individual business and they meet with our engineers and we talk through what outcomes do you, are you trying to drive? What are you trying to protect? Um, what do you need to have integrated here? What information do you need? Um, and so that discovery process is, is really how we determine um, how we can help that that business. But, um, you know, everyone knows a teacher, everyone knows a student. Um, there is a way that we can help um, in, in any industry. So um, we're really just trying to get involved in any way that we can um, with any organization. So full disclosure here, I have known the Status Solutions crew for almost 10 years at this point. Um, I have known you guys since I worked at a previous company. Um, you've been great partners to us, but I have had the privilege of watching you really expand solutions that you offer and get even more creative and more enmeshed in communities and be able to really build those experiences and outcomes for your customers. I'm really curious about how 
you handle all of that innovation and moreover how your innovation program works as a company that's constantly innovating? Yeah. Um, so great question because, you know, we used to kind of charge a la carte for all of these things. And maybe back when you were working with us, it was this way where it's like, okay, you need, you know, these licenses or you need this, these solutions or you need this. So we had these very complicated contracts that we were building out for each individual customer. Um, and we felt like we were kind of holding them back a little bit because if they wanted to use our new solutions and, uh, you know, the, the things that we're developing constantly, you know, they had to come back to us and we had to kind of add it to the contract and, and charge additional for that. And we just got to the point where we're like, look, we're, we're not building these um, these solutions um, for people not to use them or to for people to feel like, oh, I got to pay extra to use that. So what we did was we came up with the innovation um, agreement or innovation program. And so what you do is you just pay an annual fee and you get access to all of our technology, all of our solutions, all of our software, um, which is really great because, you know, if you need a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of the other, you, you know, we can create a customized model for you um, that will work and you're just paying you know, everyone's paying a little so that they can get access to all of our solutions. Um, and you never feel like you, you're held back by additional costs or anything. Um, so that's the model. We want people to be innovating. We want people to be moving forward. That's, and this is a partnership. So, you know, as we're developing things, we want all of our customers to have access to it immediately. Get, you know, use it, go somehow drive better outcomes. And um, so that's why we came up with the innovation program and, and, it's so much better than how we were doing things before. Um, it just makes it so much easier to do business with with our customers. Yeah, and I imagine not only for the customers, but from an internal perspective, it probably makes your team's lives so much easier because your your customer success folks, anybody who's involved in retention or helping out with support, like they're not worried about having to go back and nickel and dime a customer. It's about creating, again, that holistic experience for them, that outcome. Feel like it's just got to be a lot simpler for you all. Yeah, absolutely. It is. So I have a famous last question here on our podcast. I ask everybody who comes on this question um, and we always get really interesting answers. So as we look ahead and at this point, you know, we're going to be looking into 2024. We're looking at, you know, this, this new year, new landscape. Um, what's an emerging trend or shift that you think sales leaders really need to be conscious of at this point? I would say local. Um, so, you know, during the pandemic, I think everyone got really convenience focused. Um, Amazon, fast fashion, um, you know, just I want what I want and I just want it delivered to my door and I don't care who this company is or how it got here. I just need it now. Um, and I think as we're kind of moving into this post pandemic world, um, I think people really are, are caring again about who they're doing business with. So I kind of touched on this earlier, but, um, I, 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 the trend that we're seeing is that people, people want to do business with their local businesses. Um, obviously there's so many benefits to doing business with, you know, locally you're driving more jobs to your community you're you know they're going to care more and and about your local schools about your local community 
Um, so it just, it's economically more viable. Um, and I think we're getting away from what we call kind of the sharkdom of the pandemic where, you know, sharks became really cool, cool where it was, you know, whether it was Shark Tank or Shark Week or just sharky type people, these billionaires that pay themselves 300 times what they're paying their employees, you know. Um, so I think what we're seeing is that people care about where they're doing business again, and that trend is just going to continue as we go on. So that's definitely a, a, a trend that people should be aware of and be thinking about. Great. Well, Rachel, thank you so much for joining us today. It was lovely to have you here. And like I said, I've, I've been acquainted with Status Solutions for a really long time. So I was so happy that we were able to get you on and get your message out to our wider base. Well, thank you so much, Pam. It was great speaking with you and all of the ways that we've been somehow, you know, put together in the past. And it's it's really cool to kind of see both of our businesses transition. I'm a huge Engage fan. I was telling you before this podcast, I use it all the time. So I'm going to put my little my little message in there. If you're not using Engage, get it because it's fantastic. I use it literally every day. So, um, but thank you so much for having me. It was great. You guys have been a great partner and, and we're so excited to continue with you guys. Thanks for listening to the Engaged podcast. Be sure to visit Engage.io for more information on how to create, share, and measure your way to success. If you like the Engaged podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and review us on Spotify or Amazon Music. Until next time.